Creative Tax Podcast with Mike Brennan. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artists, makers, and content creators, where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. I'm your host, Mike Brennan. You can connect with me over on Instagram. I'm at Mike Bone. And you can check out some of my work and connect with me on my website, which is mikebrennan.me. I'd love for you to be a part of our online community, which is found over on Facebook. It's a free Facebook community called Daily Creative Habit. And if you go to dailycreativehabit.com, there'll be a link right there for you to be able to simply just join and just get in community with other people who are creators, all types of creators, and people who are wanting to show up more consistently and just share their work and have a place to ask questions and journey alongside some people. Because let's face it, being a creator of any kind can be a lonely journey and process. So if that's you, Head on over to dailycreativehabit.com and I look forward to seeing you in the group today. I also want to extend to you the opportunity to get your own copy of my new book, which is called Make Fun a Habit. And this book came about because I started asking the question of like, what happened to all the fun, right? Like everything starts to get real heavy, real serious, real practical in a hurry. Those things are things that we tend to champion as we get older, you know, efficiency and productivity and responsibility and all those kind of words, which are not bad, but we can really find ourselves in a place where fun has up and left the building, where suddenly we really can't remember the last time we actually had fun doing something, let alone on a regular basis. And so this book is my challenge to myself first and foremost to look at my days and see where can I inject some more fun and play back into my day back into some of the even the tasks that I have to do that maybe at face value aren't so fun the book is 30 chapters that are really short that give you a story an illustration some questions and an exercise to put into practice because I want to inspire you but also then equip you and give you a plan to put something in place, to take action, because it's no good just leaving you feeling like you've been inspired, but then not knowing what to do about that. So you can get this book uh, on Amazon. You can also go to makefunahabit.com, and I have some other resources there for you that are free, like um, a Spotify playlist of my fun music and a few other fun goodies that are free. And again, you can get a signed copy of the book from makefunahabit.com, and uh, if you are, again, a Amazon subscriber to um, Amazon Prime, you have free shipping, you just prefer to go that route, you can get it from Amazon.com as well in paperback and hardcover. So I encourage you, head on over there now and grab your copy today and get some more fun in your life. Hey, friends, uh, I wanted to bring to you a special episode today. And um, it's something that isn't necessarily a lot of fun to talk about, but I think is really important. And that is seasonal depression as a creative person. Um, I've noticed that many of my friends have taken to social media and thank God they are willing to be vulnerable enough and share some of their experiences um, and just you know, not not bleed on other people, uh, but talk about some of the challenges and some of the um, 
just ways that they're trying to get through the seasonal depression, uh, some things that have helped them, and just talking about their experiences, honestly. I think normalizing a, a little bit more because when you're experiencing this, it can feel like you're the only one. It's very isolating. And depression in and of itself makes you want to hide and can be very demotivating. And so there's a lot built into it, just experiencing depression um, that can make you feel shameful, can make you feel like you don't want to connect with someone while you actually do, perhaps, but you want them to come and find you um, without you actually having to communicate sometimes. And so um, <clears throat> I think this is an important topic and uh, it's timely too because quite honestly, uh, I've shared about some of my struggles with mental health and depression in the past. Um, that is how Daily Creative Habit, my showing up every single day and doing some kind of creative act, some piece of art started uh, almost 12 years ago. It came out of the season of depression, of rock bottom for me, of a lot of um, just life circumstances that kind of conspired to be this very difficult season where I was suffering from something called dysthymia. And um, it's a form of depression that is circumstantial and makes you basically feel like you're trying to walk around life with uh, a bag of rocks tied to your leg. Everything is difficult. Uh, everything is is cloudy and emotional, and it's hard. Um, and so I had dealt with that in the past um, and then had also, um, you know, some bouts with depression when uh, the pandemic hit and things shut down and connections with people were severed and going through a pandemic divorce and dealing with a lot of loneliness. Um, you know, these very difficult circumstances uh, that ushered back in this um, depression. And I found myself uh, a couple of weeks ago actually in a place where um, some of the depression had returned and had been more of the seasonal uh, depression effects. And, um, you know, the, the day is getting shorter, um, you know, light not being available, um, and just not being able to do a lot of the things that, that I enjoy when, um, when it's nicer out, honestly. And so I just wanted to share some of my experiences, uh, that have been even recent where, you know, I, had a really difficult time dealing with some things uh, because of this seasonal depression. And it had not been this bad in a little while. And I had some people who were uh, around me who were kind of concerned. And, um, you know, I am someone who believes in therapy and, and um, I have a therapist who I see regularly. Um, and I try to check in with myself. I try to make sure that I set up certain things to be on guard against these things, against falling into depression again. Um, and yet, even with that, um, you know, mental health is not a static thing. Um, it is something that you need to tend to. And even in tending to it, um, it's, it's complicated. 
you know, sometimes there is medication that's needed. Sometimes there is extensive therapy that's needed. Sometimes there is, um, you know, just a lot that goes into trying to understand and then die, you know, have a diagnosis and, and then also have some treatment ongoing, um, so that you can get health, um, and not live in a state of depression, of anxiety, of, um, you know, and especially seasonal, um, it just is, is difficult. And so I'm seeing a lot of my friends posting and sharing their experiences and saying, you know, it's, it's, these days have been hard for them. It's been hard for them to show up, uh, for regular everyday life, let alone their creative lives, right? Some of these friends are writers. Some of these friends are visual artists. Um, and the challenges that go into, man, I have to get up today and I have to have a sense of purpose and motivation and inspiration and create something today that I feel like is valuable to me and will be valuable to other people. Um, that can be a difficult thing. And when you're in this place of depression, it can seem impossible. And so, um, I just wanted to share a couple of things that have been helpful for me in the past and that I had to remind myself of more recently. And I'm hoping that this brings you some encouragement and perhaps some food for thought if you find yourself in a place right now with uh, dealing with seasonal depression. And, you know, it's we're, we're in the holiday season right now, which can also be a very difficult time. Um, sometimes there is, you know, the season brings up all sorts of, uh, emotions and things to deal with, you know, having to, uh, go through the holiday season with the loss of a loved one or the first year of a divorce, uh, or maybe you were let go from your employment or you had some other financial or health setback, um, relational stress and estrangement. Um, there is, there's so much that can be brought to the surface during the holidays. It's just a heightened season. Um, and it can seem like we are living in contrast of all that's supposed to be merry and bright and happy and cheery and what's really happening on the inside of us, which is, um, sad and, hard and, and can be quite challenging, to be honest. So some of the things that have helped me in the past, and honestly, again, that I have to remind myself of, really, when it comes down to trying to get out of this place mentally, um, it, it's not helpful for me to be engaging in some kind of logical conversation. Uh, I'm not going to reason my way out of what I'm feeling um, because some people, if they don't understand and even are well-intentioned, can come alongside someone who is suffering from a seasonal depression and say, well, you know, just snap out of it. Like, what's what's wrong? What's the problem? Just like, you know, think different things, like do do something different. Like, come on, like, you know, get out, get out of the state already. And um, that can lead to further just frustration, honestly, and, and feeling a lack of empathy uh, from someone who might be expressing that to you if you're in the midst of feeling what you're feeling. Um, 
And so it's not having these logical conversations even with yourself to say, well, you know, I just need to think different thoughts right now and, and tell myself the things that I'm, I'm thinking and the feelings that I have, you know, um, I just need to move through these things and, and not believe lies and, and so on and so forth. Um, the thing that has been helpful for me has actually been action. It's been movement. Um, it has been routines and habits. And yes, I talk about habits a lot, right? I mean, I'm the guy who is behind Daily Creative Habit. I also wrote a book, Make Fun a Habit. Um, that's not by coincidence. Habits and routines are things that I have realized can make a huge difference in how we show up and how I show up. And it's in these routines and habits that can bring some regulating and can help us have a sense of what is normal and give us a sense of rhythm to our lives and our experiences. And so I realized that my recent bout with seasonal depression, my habits, some of them had gone uh, just been on pause, honestly, you know, some of my routines. For the longest time, I had been getting outside and going for long walks in the park and not able to do that right now where I live because the temperatures dropped and the weather gets cold and gray and snow will be appearing soon, which I hate, but um, it does not allow me to go enjoy walks outside and in nature. And so knowing that I have to make sure that I switch gears to then go to the gym and get on a treadmill and keep moving my body in some way because that needs to happen to help give a sense of routine and normalcy and fight against um, some of the seasonal depression that would be looking to find a foothold. Um, so that's one of the things for me is is movement, my body moving, even just getting up, taking a shower, <clears throat> going about my business, you know, in my, my day. Um, it's having a routine that I know when I get up, I'm going to do certain things in a certain way. You know, people closest to me actually sometimes poke fun at me because they say, you know, I have such a, uh, a morning routine that, um, I need to happen. And, um, Yes, it's it's a it's a sense of security, it's a sense of normalcy for me, but it's important for me because there are certain things that I don't have to think about. I just simply get up and do. And so some of that is, you know, getting up, taking a shower the first thing. Um, it's making breakfast, uh, typically some kind of eggs and some kind of bread um, and coffee and uh, making sure I have a regular time where I'm journaling, right? Like if there's too much time that has gone by where I haven't journaled, where I haven't sat with myself and checked in um, and written some things down, gotten it out of my head and onto a page, that can start to affect me. I notice that I start to feel off. And sure enough, this this past season right now, right, this past couple of weeks, I, it had been a while because I had been traveling. There had been a lot of things that had disrupted my usual routines. And so I wasn't walking. I wasn't journaling. I wasn't doing a lot of the things that I would normally be doing in my routines that helped 
give that sense of uh, structure and stability. Um, and, you know, establishing the rhythms that, that we need in our lives. And so I needed to reconnect with that. I needed to make sure that I, I went back to some of those things that had gotten away from me uh, just simply because, <clears throat> you know, being in a season of travel and, you know, all the things. And I can make excuses, um, but I need to remember and prioritize for those routines, those habits, and those actions. Because actions are the things that will get you unstuck. Where you just say, what is the next thing that I need to do right now? Not like the next 10 things, not the next 15, not a huge project. What is the next thing, the next action I need to take right now? And so it's routines, it's habits, it's also prioritizing for self-care. And so self-care can look like a, a bunch of different things, depending upon who you are and how you're wired. It could look like... Um, you know, baths, it could look like meditation or reading, it can look like um, just doing something that feeds you. Um, it's it's something that is taking care of yourself, instead of looking to tend to all the things that you need to do, and all the people that you need to help in your life before you deal with yourself. It's prioritizing for your self care and realizing if I'm not taking care of me, I can't be showing up for other people by any means. And so it's important for me. And, and that, that, that also means creatively, right? Like you can't show up and write things or draw things or make music or create, execute ideas if you are in a place where you're not taking care of yourself. It simply will not happen. I've had other people who have said that it's really important to pay attention to light, uh, more natural light exposure, um, to make sure that you can get yourself in a place where you're working with more natural light, uh, where you're you know, taking advantage of those opportunities to not just be in dark rooms, in windowless rooms. Um, be someplace where you can can have that light, that natural light intake. Um, and there are even, you know, certain technologies that can help with this. Um, and I don't know a whole lot about this specific thing, but I know some friends who, you know, they have certain uh, types of, of lenses and glasses, or they have certain type of lights that they have, um, you know, to, to block a certain type of uh, light rays, even from computer monitors and from um, TVs, all the screens that we have in our lives. Uh, I think it's important to pay attention to these things. Um, and honestly, sometimes it's also, um, you know, allowing yourself to explore a new creative out outlet, to um, try an experiment with a new form of something, um, an artistic expression, something that is not related to work that you do, but that is simply a, um, it's, it's a place where you can go to just blow off steam, to um, not have pressure to create and have it tied to something monetarily, but that can help you process emotion even. Um, one of the things that, that I have just started doing as of this week, I actually have, I, I taken my guitar out of its case and I put it on a stand and I put it so it's easy for me to pick up 
and even just play for 5, 10, 15 minutes a day. And, you know, there was a time when I was playing a lot. And then there was a time where I wasn't. And that time where I wasn't was very long. Um, it got tucked away. I have music gear that, quite honestly, a lot of the stuff I need to sell because um, that season of my life has, has moved on. But having this one special guitar that I have, um, I need to pick it up because I realized that even over the past couple of days, as I'm just strumming some chords, as I'm interacting with the instrument, it's doing something to me. It's, it's unlocking something in me that has been dormant for a while and realizing that this can be a place that can be solely mine. I'm not going out playing gigs. I'm not being hired for things. I'm not creating music to sell. This is just something for enjoyment. This is something to regulate myself and to have self-care because I simply enjoy the sound of the guitar. I enjoy the process of engaging with this instrument and getting lost in some of the, the notes and some of the melodies and some of the... Um, some of the magic, honestly, that happens when you just spend time alone with your instrument. And so for you, that might not be music. It might be something else. It might be, it might be painting. It might be drawing. It might be crocheting. It might be cooking. It might be a, a million different things. But sometimes it's just embracing that thing for the love of it and for a sense of enjoyment to help you with your mental health as a regular rhythm. Um, and, you know, all this stuff, it's so difficult to navigate this stuff on your own. And it's also difficult to open up, to confess to someone else, hey, I am struggling right now. Hey, I'm having thoughts that are just sad and down and I'm having a lack of motivation of getting out of bed or engaging with the activities that I normally do. And, and I just want to pause for a moment and say, you know, please seek counseling, seek therapy, seek professional help. There is nothing wrong with that. If you had a cold, if you were sick, you would go see a doctor. If you broke your leg or your arm, you would go see a doctor and you would get the care that you need to have. And then you would also enter into a season of healing. And that is important. It is normal and natural for that to happen when you are not well. And so whether we're talking physically or mentally, um, it's the same thing. We need to tend to ourselves and do it in such a way that we remove the shame, the stigma of there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with my thoughts. There's something wrong that I can't get, I can't wrap my head around. I can't seem to get a hold of on my own and I need help. That is one of the most humbling things that you can do is to utter those words, I need help. And I want to implore you, don't try and do it alone because you cannot trust yourself when you're in this season of depression, when you're battling your thoughts and your emotions. There is too much inner turbulence going on and you can't believe yourself. You can't trust yourself. 
And so invite some other trusted people in. Confess what it is that you are thinking and feeling. Have conversation around it. Shed light on it. And, you know, especially if it's other creative friends, you know, talk about it because you'd be surprised with the amount of creative people who do struggle with this, who um, struggle in silence because they think that they are the only ones. And that's part of why I'm having this, this episode is because I want to voice this. I want to share this because I believe it will be helpful. I don't like talking about these things. I don't enjoy um, telling people that that this is something that is not simply in the rearview mirror that I dealt with once in my life, um, but that I need to be watchful for. And there is something also about the fact that it's the rhythms of the calendar and of um, uh, and of the seasons that bring some of this stuff on. And being aware of that and, and saying, how can I guard against this? How can I be proactive? How can I make sure that I'm checking in with myself, that I'm practicing self-care, that I have the habits and routines that, that are necessary, and that I'm taking action to battle so that I'm not just simply stuck in my head, overthinking, overfeeling, and then unmotivated and not able to show up for regular everyday life, let alone my creative life. And it can be an extra layer of pressure and stress when you make your livelihood from creativity, from creating for others, whether that's a copywriter or a designer, whatever creative role you may have, um, when you're doing that in service to someone else, there's the added layer of pressure that when you can't perform because you're battling with some mental health things, you're now feeling the weight of your livelihood being affected. And that is a very paralyzing place to be sometimes. And so I think that's why even more so we need to talk about these things. We need to take action. We need to seek help. And we need to invite others into this so that we can be proactive, so that we can be um, honest and vulnerable where it's appropriate and we can take the actions that we need to to help us to set the new routines to understand more about ourselves to understand more about what it is that we're experiencing and understand more of what will be helpful in getting out of that place and then keeping guard to make sure that we're not falling back into that place and so um I don't necessarily want to to wrap this episode up with a bow because that's not what this is. I said before, mental health is not static. It's not a thing that you deal with once, you get better, and then you move on. Um, a lot of times, it's something that you need to revisit. You need to keep in check. You need to have ongoing care and counsel. And I want to encourage you that if you are struggling with seasonal depression, if you're struggling with any of these things that, are, that is affecting you, and then secondarily affecting your creativity, that you do something about it. Don't simply just sit with your own thoughts, your own feelings. Um, take action. And maybe the first action you need to take today is to seek some kind of help. 
to reach out to someone else, which that feels like it's impossible. It feels like everything inside of you is pulling you back and telling you don't do it. Maybe your first action is to fight enough and to push yourself enough to actually reach out to someone and ask for help. And secondarily, I hope that um, taking action, routines, habits, um, thinking about natural light, um, dealing with some self-care things that you need to put into place, seeking the, the help that you need, like all these things, I hope that they all help you and put you in a place where you start to experience better health, better mental health, and and that then it can affect your creativity as well um, because you're able to show up more fully as you. And so um, if this is you, I see you. I hear you. You're not alone. As a matter of fact, there are many creative people that I know who are Uh, in the midst of this battle and the struggle today. And we are all showing up. And sometimes it's showing up today is all that you have the strength for. But I'm rooting for you. I love you. I want to encourage you to take the steps that you need to take today. And more than what you create, your value is in who you are. Don't lose that. Don't hide your identity or misplace your identity in what it is that you do and what it is that you create in your creative abilities because you are so much more than that. And what you do, yes, is a gift for the world and is a gift for you, but more so who you are is the bigger gift. So take care of you because you're the only you that we've got. Thanks for listening today. I'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, leave a rating and a review. It really helps this podcast be seen and heard by others.